Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kyle Carroll. We're here on the Carroll's Corner MMA podcast. Tonight we have a special guest for you. We have um, unified martial arts fighter from Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, Alex Brockway. Um, the show is brought to you by My MMA News. Follow your number one source for My MMA News on social media by using the handle at My MMA News. Uh, bear with me tonight. I'm uh, fighting allergies. The New York weather is uh, 50 degrees, 60 degrees now, and my allergies are kicking in. I'm stuffy and uh, getting over a cold as well, so please bear with me if you can. Um, but uh, thank you for joining us tonight. We're going to have a great show for you. we got a uh, 2-1 King of the Cage fighter, fights this weekend, Alex Brockway. Um, his coach, I believe, Mike Biddle, will also be joining us. So we're looking forward to that. Um, he should be calling in any minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got fights this weekend as well. In uh, UFC, Conor McGregor fights Nate Diaz after Nate Diaz fills in for uh, uh, Rafael Dos Sanos after breaking his foot. He's replacing, uh, being replaced by Nate Diaz last minute. I'm sure you already heard the news, but he's bumped up to uh, 205, uh, Jesus, 205, 170, fighting at welterweight. So, um and uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to call in and ask our guests a question, please feel free to, or type in questions and chat with us. I'll see them online here. But uh, if you want to call in, feel free to by dialing uh, 724-444-7444. And then um, you have to punch in the caller ID number, which is a 14078, and then press 1 pound, and uh, you'll be able to chat with us. Uh, feel free to leave a message on the chat board. Looking forward to hearing from you. And remember, this is brought to you by My MMA News, your number one source for MMA news. Uh, follow them on social media at My MMA News. And uh, go on to MyMMANews.com. Uh, they got wrestling articles, boxing articles, BGJ articles, a little bit of everything. So, and uh, I believe, uh, um, Alex, are you on right now? Yeah, yeah I am. That's excellent. Welcome, Alex. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Glad to hear. Thank you for coming on and taking your time. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how long you've been fighting for? How you got into it? And where you're training at? Well, right now I'm training out of Unified Martial Arts in uh, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Uh, I started training when I was a junior in high school, so about six, going on seven years ago. Uh, I'm 22 now, so been a long time uh, looking back at it. I guess I didn't really realize how long it's been. Uh, started in Green Bay. I guess my buddies from high school invited me to come check out this MMA gym before, and I had you know, never done anything like this before. I never wrestled or anything, so I didn't know anything about it. I'd watched like the UFC on TV. Other than that, I knew nothing. Didn't know what I was getting myself into. Uh, 
ended up falling in love with it, you know, just a little 16-year-old kid getting to punch people in the gym every day. It was awesome to me. I ended up taking my fight right away when I was 18 years old, growing up legally allowed to. And since then, it's been a journey from there. And all so you're, only, you're only 22 years old. Uh, you got, it sounds like you got quite a bit of experience. Uh, now, is there like um, uh, like your yeah, amateur career, was there like expectations for you to do a certain uh, amount of fights, uh, win a certain amount? Was there any like, expectations in your amateur career before you leap to the pro level? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I started out as an amateur. Uh, this was, uh, I started fighting right when the state got sanctioned, actually, like shortly afterwards. So, you know, you had to be 18 to fight and everything. You had to have X amount of amateur fights in order to go pro. So I had six amateur fights. Uh, I got a record of five and one. And from there, my coach decided it was time to go pro. So here I am now. That's right. And you're two and one. Uh, you're fighting in King of the Cage this weekend. Uh, tell us what we can uh, expect for this weekend, uh, where you're fighting, and who you're fighting. I'm fighting at the Menominee Casino in Chino, Wisconsin here. For King of the Cage, shattered. I'm fighting a guy by the name of Artin Daly out of uh, Michigan. He's actually my third opponent going into this fight. Uh, had a lot of opponent changes, which doesn't matter to me. As long as there's a face in front of me, I'm ready to go. Uh, you know, you can expect fireworks. I always, always bring the show when I come to fight. Um, whether it be on the feet or on the ground, I'm ready to go anywhere it goes. So just expect, uh, you know, the fight to go everywhere. I'm Looking forward to it at this point. I can't wait to get in there. Yeah, no, I've seen highlights of uh, highlight reel uh, on your Facebook wall. Uh, your coach has sent it to me in the past. Uh, you literally are everywhere in the highlight reel. You're on the ground. You're choking someone out. You're on your feet, like smashing someone's face in. You're trying to take them down. You're literally mm-hmm. everywhere uh, on the mat. Now, do you care where the geography of the fight goes, or are you just down for whatever? I am usually down for whatever, you know. I we like don't give to, a shit where the fight goes. We're yep, winning. Hell yeah, no, yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> whether it be on the ground, I train with great jiu-jitsu coaches. My wrestling coach is real great. Uh, striking, you know, Mike does a great job. Mike Biddle, for those of you who don't know, does a great job with our stand-up in the gym. The black they know, they know. <laughs> now, 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 Biddle, when you're training, do you train anything specific or uh, do you kind of touch on a little bit of everything? We touch uh, on everything. We don't, do not like to limit ourselves in the gym. We'll, you know, from spinning shit, you know, anything, you know, we'll, we do it all. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say we limit ourselves. We, um, you know, I, I myself, I've been doing it for, uh, you know, ten years, and I'm still mm-hmm. learning. You know, I'm still learning stuff all the time, and uh, anytime I learn something new or anything like that, I show it, you know, right away. Um, I don't know. It's a learning process. You know, and martial yep. arts is a lifelong learning process. Yep, yep. I mean, you can be doing it for 30 years. You're still a student, you know. That's what I love about it. No one's a, There's no such thing as a perfect fighter. Definitely, yeah. I hear a lot of fighters say it's a process. It's not like a uh, – it's more of a process than anything else. Always yep. learning, just like you gentlemen just said. Uh, you said you had three – this is your third opponent for this weekend, um, does mm-hmm. it get frustrating that people keep backing out for injuries or whatever it may be that the reasons that they back out? Does it get frustrating not knowing who you're fighting until close to you know, Earlier in my career, I used to get 
real frustrated with it. It always, you know, guys backing out two weeks before the fight or guys who claim they don't even know they're fighting, you know, stuff like that. used to really get under my skin, but at this point in time, I kind of just got over it. Right now, as long as there's someone who shows up to weigh-ins and shows up to stand across the cage for me, that's all that matters to me. You know, as long as there's a face in front of me, I don't care who it is. I'm showing up tight. You know, I'm not going to back down. But, yeah, I mean, early in my career, yeah, it used to really bug me, you know, keep me up at night, not having an opponent. Um, now, I, I don't care, you know, as long as there's a person in front of me. Awesome. Uh, Fiddle, when, uh, when you're preparing uh, Alex or your other fighter, Heather, and uh, you have a whole gym of fighters, when you're preparing them for a fight, is there anything specific you kind of work on to mentally prepare them for their fight? Uh, I let my coaches decide that, actually. Usually, if they're watching film and studying up, I'll watch them myself, too. Um, but usually, I let them, you know, if they think there's a game plan that'll, you know, work, I'll let them come up with that, and then I'll listen to them. And I put full trust in them for that. Uh, you know, obviously, there's some guys that they're going to come in there and say, oh, you don't want to take this guy down. You know, he's a stand-up specialist. Or the other way around, you know, this guy's a jits wizard. You're going to want to stand up with him time to take down. So but I usually let them uh think of their game plans and I just go with the flow really. Um like I said, don't matter to me as long as there's a person in front of me I'm ready to play. Okay. Uh you only oh sorry Mike. <laughs> Did you ask me that question? Well, I, I was asking you but that was a great answer oh, by yeah. Alex. Yeah yeah he was asking me Broadway stop I'm hogging bad. the call dick. I'm just hogging all the <laughs> hog, hogging all the spotlight right now. That's all right. You're the superstar anyway. Um, as far as, you know, yeah, it's all game plan shit. It ain't, you know, maybe like one or two techniques we might work on because it's game, you know, opponent specific. But, I mean, fight camp is just uh, making sure you're in shape, the most, you know, the best shape we can get you in and, and I'm extra mean to you during fight camp. <laughs> and, you know, um it's just, you know, making you as tough and as in shape as you as we can get you to be. That's really all it's about. Now, coming up for uh, uh, training camp, planning on how, what you're going to work on, uh, how long you're going to train for, is there specific to uh, the fighter that you have in the gym, or do you guys kind of keep it um, similar for each particular fight, for each fighter in the gym? It's pretty much the same thing, or is it new for each fighter every fight? pretty much the same um we usually do about a six-week camp unless unless it's a short notice fight or or maybe you know uh a fighter has some concerns uh about things or whatever but usually it's six weeks you know we pretty much have a a set um you know operating procedure for that entire camp and it seems to work. It's go, it's it goes smoothly, um, and it starts, you know, and then we kind of ramp up until we hit what's you know hell week, which is the week before the fight, and that week is exactly what it is. I mean, it's the nastiest, shittiest week, you know, ever. You know, you get your ass kicked in the gym, you know, that whole week. It's it's hell. That's why we call it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell week definitely. Now, when you're training and you get uh, opponents that trash talk, does that happen often? If it does, like, does it frustrate you? Does it piss you off? Do you trash talk back? Um, 
I could see Biddle uh, trash talking quite a bit, but uh, Alex, you seem like a, a little bit of a more laid back kind of guy. Yeah, I'm fair enough. I don't like to talk. I like to get in there and fight and let my fighting do the talking, to be honest with you. I've never had anyone, you know, actually trash talk me yet in my career. But, you know, if it ever happens, you know, whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to say anything back on it, probably. I'm a quiet guy, so I just show up to fight. You know, if they want to talk shit to me, I'm going to make them pay in the cage. I don't need to say anything. Okay. Um, Now, you're only 22. You're still still a young fighter. Uh, In high school, do you have a background in, like, uh, sports or wrestling or anything like that? Or just kind of walked into the Uh, gym and, like, let's do this shit? (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, that was a play. He majored in life. hanging out in the boys' locker room. That's what he did in high school. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Well, Sandusky education? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I was, you know, an athletic kid growing up. I always played sports. Big started out karate when I was four years old. Did that, and then did that for seven years or so, and then just went into, you know, normal sports, baseball, football, basketball. Until I got into fighting, and then from there on, it was fighting and only fighting, and that was it. You know, I started fighting in seven, or yeah, when I was seven, sixteen, seventeen, something like that, in my junior year of high school. And then after that, I actually joined the wrestling year, my senior wrestling team, my senior year, because I sucked on the ground. I had no idea what I was doing. So I was like, well, I'm getting taken down every time I spar. I'm going to wrestle. So I joined my wrestling team senior year. But yeah, I've been a athletic kid ever since I was growing up. So. All right, cool. Um, now, uh, who? who uh, how, what weight are you fighting at this weekend? And uh, what's the fighter? The your opponent's name again? Arton. Arton. I'm not sure. I'd say Arton Daly. Okay. But uh, I was originally scheduled for this camp to be fighting at 135, but because he took the fight on short notice. Uh, we're catching at 140, which is fine with me, obviously. You know, get to eat a little more. All right, so the weight cut for this fight's not going to be too harsh on anybody? No, not at all. I mean, I dieted real well for this one. I started early. Um, I was walking around at around 145 last week, so I'm ready to go. Oh, all right, so, you, yeah, you don't have much to lose. Uh, no. Now, do you have any, um, uh, like, Jeez, I lost the word I was going to say, but any, like, routine... Boyfriends? Do. Does he have any boyfriends? <laughs> yeah, he's got a few No, no, no. <laughs> any All routine right. leading up to your fight? A week, a routine? week? Yep. Uh, uh, not really, you know. Just chill out, try and stay as calm as possible. Uh, think about food a lot, so that's about it. Uh, yeah, no, as far as routines or anything, not really, you know, just get my Pedialyte ready and get my weight cut on Friday, day of weigh-ins, usually stop eating Thursday night, you know, the usual stuff. I try not to keep it routines because, I mean, keep routines because I feel like okay. then if you're, you're worrying too much if you don't stick to that routine, you know, and you're not going to be able to stick to the routine for every single fight. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, definitely. Um, now, um, you know, do you have do you have like a girlfriend or um or anything a spouse partner that um that you have like supporting you family supporting you is this something that your family uh, is behind you in? Uh, well, family wise, my dad supports 
the hell out of me. My mom hates it. She can't stand it. I eat first four amateur fights she didn't even know about. I wouldn't tell her about it just because she hated it that much. But no, yeah, my dad comes to all my fights. He's been to every single one. My mom, I don't even tell her when I have fights coming up. She just worries. <laughs> so, so when you come home with a bruised face and whatnot, she yeah, no, figures she out what you're up to. No, she, she knows afterwards what happened. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't tell her anything going up to it because she just she freaks, freaks out every time she knows I have one coming up. So I keep it on the down low with her. But, yeah, my dad fully supports me. Uh, he shows up to all my fights and everything, which is great. Awesome. Now, there's many, there's many fighters, young fighters like yourself, who have to work because, unfortunately, the sport doesn't pay out a whole lot. As we see, even in the UFC, many of these guys aren't getting paid a lot. Do you have to work or do you have sponsors? Uh, how does that go and how does that mix in with training? Uh, well, I'm actually a student right now. I go to school at UW, Wisconsin, Oshkosh. So I've been doing that. Um, working on and off, depending on my school load. This semester, I'm not working at all um, just because I'm taking so many credits. I don't have time. Last semester, I worked. Uh, you know, so I mean, it, it depends every semester. Uh, I got a lenient job that'll, you know, let me come in and take off whenever I need to. Uh, so yeah, right now I'm not working at all. But uh, this summer, during the summers, I work and everything like that. Um, well, I am that's, fortunate. That's oh, pretty ahead. much a workload. Yeah. No, I'm fortunate uh, enough to have, um, you know, a good family that'll help me help me out whenever I need it too. So that always helps too. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, that definitely helps all the time. Now, are you studying something in school that's uh, relevant to fighting? Um, like to, Not uh, at all. <laughs> Not at all, all right. No, I am going to school for business. Um, yeah, I'm studying business with an uh, emphasis on supply chain management, so I'm going to operations route. Uh, supply yeah, chain not, management, that's, like, really interesting. Uh, please tell us more about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll end it there. I don't want bored. <laughs> I have to another guest on the line. <laughs> they said, what? Supply what? Hang it up. Yep, yep. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, I go to school. Not anything awesome. to do with fighting at all. Really just a fallback plan. Oh, no, definitely. That's awesome, man. You, you've got school going on. I'm sure that keeps you busy and whatnot. With all the oh, yeah, yeah, no. Homework. I got, yeah, I got no free time at all, ever, <laughs> between fighting and school. It, it's not always easy. Now, now, I see we have a third guest on the line. Uh, can you identify yourself? Because I'm not able to identify you. No. Where? Who? Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a a fourth person on the line. There's myself, your coach Mike Biddle, Alex, and then there's someone else. I'm seeing if, they, if we can uh, figure out who this is. All right. Anyway, um, did they hang up or what? No, nah, they just never said anything. Oh, oh, boo! Daily. Boo! Now you're fighting on King of the Cage. Um, what does that mean to you? That you're fighting on a pretty big card uh, as a young fighter. Like you're gonna, your fights are on Fight Pass, correct? On the UFC Fight Pass. I believe so. Yeah, I think they just started doing that now. Yeah. I don't know. They're not on there know. yet. Yeah, I don't know if my fights are on there, but they just started putting King of the Cage fights on there. 
Yeah, through like I know they were on Mad TV. Um, they were airing them on there, and then I believe mm-hmm. I, it might start in April that they're airing all the uh, King of the Cage fights off live on um, the USC Fight Pass. But you are fighting on a pretty big card. Um, what does that mean to you that you're fighting on something that big? It's it's awesome. I mean, I can't ask for anything better. It's great. I love what King of the Cage is doing right now in Wisconsin. They've been more than helpful, uh, you know, supporting me and everything. I can't thank them enough. Uh, you know, shout out to Mike Camp, obviously, he's our matchmaker. Uh, so he matchmakes all of us. He does a great job finding opponents for us. Um, but no, it's it's huge for me. I've fought my whole pro career in King of the Cage, and uh, I, I love it. You know, I, they support me all the way. Awesome. Now, now, is there, um, like, from your pro career or your amateur career, is there a fight that stands out the most that you may have learned something from or um, that you might have done something that you're most proud of? Uh, the one I learned the most of was actually my first fight under Unified Martial Arts. Uh, it was my third amateur fight. Coach, you remember that one? Uh, yeah. That was the one uh, I fought at NAFC, which is Duke's show in Milwaukee. Uh, came out hard the first two rounds and just, just went for it on the feet, you know, uh, just throwing everything I had. And then come third round, I, I gassed out. <laughs> I was completely gassed and got my ass kicked the third round. So that definitely taught me a lot in that fight, you know, don't, don't give everything you got trying to finish someone right away. You got to pace yourself a little bit in there because that was not fun in that third round. I, I got smashed pretty good. It didn't get stopped or anything, but my face was messed up after that fight. So I definitely <laughs> learned a lot from that one. No, it, it was bloody. Excellent. Now you fought on, uh, you said the uh, North American fighting championship cards, um, King of the cage. Um, have you traveled outside of Wisconsin to fight? Not yet, no. Nope. All my fights have been in Wisconsin. I've fought literally, like, everywhere in Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, now, why do you fight? Like, like you know, you could be uh, – clearly, you're a smart kid. You're going to college. You're graduating something that has nothing to do with fighting. What's the reason for stepping in there and punching someone in the face, getting punched in the face? I, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I just like it, to be honest with you. It's an adrenaline rush, you know. I'm addicted to it at this point, so I can't stop doing it. Um, just the feeling in there, that euphoria, especially the feeling you get when you're done, you get your hand raised and everything, and all that hard work you put in finally to accomplish something that big and, you know, something barely anyone in this world does. It's just it's awesome to be able to stand out like that. Uh, just the feeling that euphoria you get when you're, it's all over and you're in there. The real question is why wouldn't you fight? Exactly. I Why mean, wouldn't you want to fight? I love fighting. I've, <laughs> I've never liked anything, well, maybe one other thing, more than fighting. And well, what would that be? I, I'm fucking, fucking, and fighting. I like fucking <laughs> and fighting. Uh, I, I, I knew like. the answer to that one. I knew the answer to that one before he said it. <laughs> I, I was watching but, a movie earlier today, and they're talking about... Uh, like, I mean, I'm, I wasn't, I'm not hanging. good at either one of them. I'm not good at fucking war fighting, <laughs> but I like doing them. Yep. <laughs> you don't care if you get your hand raised. You're just in there fighting. I mean, I care, but, you know, it's just whatever. You know, it turns out I'm a better coach than I w- ever was a fighter, so that's okay. Uh, uh, Biddle, so how many times when you're in the bedroom does, does the other person get their hand raised? <laughs> Never. 
<laughs> Never. Undefeated. Right? Right, Christina? Undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah, Christina's giving me that look right now. She asked me how, how many times in the bedroom did the other person get their hand raised. I said, never. I win every time. No, it's first. Always finish it first. Uh, Alex, take us through a week of training. What, 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 what do you entail in training? Uh, week of training. Um, Well, my mornings usually get up, go to class, and I run or bike or something, just something cardio-wise. Uh, I go to the gym every evening, uh, 6 to 8, usually, except Tuesdays a little longer. Uh, Monday and Wednesdays, we do Muay Thai first, and then we go right into wrestling. But Tuesdays are jiu-jitsu. From there, we go into kickbox sparring. From there, we go into team lifting. And then from there, we go into MMA practice. Well, so Tuesdays is definitely the heaviest workload we have. Thursdays are similar. It's jiu-jitsu, and then we do combat conditioning with our strength coach, Todd Berean. And then Fridays, we spar. We do full contact MMA sparring, so with little gloves. We use the eight ounces. Um, is there a Wednesday? Is there a Wednesday? Because I didn't hear a Wednesday. Yeah, so Monday and Wednesday we do. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that's basic week for me. And then weekends I'm usually, you know, running or doing something too. I take one day a week off, usually during fight camp. Uh, Saturday or Sunday I don't really have a preference. Just take one of those days off where I don't do anything, let my body heal. Um, that's basically it. You know, it gets repetitive, but that's what it's got to be. Okay, um, now I'm like football. Like I, I grew up in a football household, a uh, sports household. My father's a coach. I'm not sure really sure what that is, but uh, no, me neither. <laughs> what the hell? I was driving with the window open or something. But so I grew up in like a football household, and you know, you always hear um, family, God, and then uh, football. Do you have like the same mentality with fighting? Is it um, family, God? Um, fighting yeah well yeah i mean i'm not super religious or anything but yeah i definitely it's up there I mean, it's my top priority i'd say you know family school fighting for me um yeah definitely no it, it's a top priority for me uh at this point i don't let it slip at all now, now it, you come from a big family you siblings no i am an only child i have a tiny family i do not know any of my dad's side really um Besides my dad and my mom's side, it's my mom, her brother, and his family, and then my grandparents. So I grew up in a real small family. You you never had the privilege of uh, growing up fist fighting with your siblings. No, um, no. <laughs> after school. Excellent. Well, that's pretty cool though. So, um, what do your parents do? I'm I'm curious, like the background. Like, what do your parents do? And um, you said your mom doesn't approve of it. Yeah, she's a, she's a she's a school teacher, so she, she oh, definitely okay. doesn't like it. Yeah, she she teaches second grade right now, so you know she she's not a huge fan of it at all. <laughs> yeah, but optimal. still, still props to anybody that can handle teaching second grade because oh yeah, no, no way, way. Yeah, no I way, all the credit in the world. She, yeah, no, it, I can't believe she does it. To be honest with you, I don't know where she gets the energy to do it, but she yeah. gets it done somehow. I I couldn't imagine a bunch of kids running around. It's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he comes back with some horror stories too. Cause 
especially since she hasn't taught at all the nicest schools in the area either. So I get to hear all the, the horror stories once she gets home. I, I can imagine my sister-in-law teaches up in the Bronx in New York. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I can only imagine. Yeah. People in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. Now, um, what's your, what's your goals within fighting? You got this fight coming up, any fights scheduled after this or idea of fights coming up after? Yeah. Um, after this one, we're planning on fighting in Madison for the chosen few fighting championships. Uh, Plan on fighting Kevin Schultz, but you know how things are. You never know. Uh, so right now, that's the plan after this one. I just take a fight, one fight at a time. Obviously, the goal is to get up to the big leagues, whether, whether it be UFC, which is obviously the main goal, Bellator, you know, WSOF, something like that, which I think is the goal for every fighter. Otherwise, you know, why are you doing it? <laughs> but, yeah, that's fine. Yep. Awesome. Um, now, um king of the cage title fights in the future anything like that have they mentioned anything uh, i haven't heard anything you know but you know i just take it one fight at a time wouldn't be opposed to it yeah, but, you might have to uh beat up my camp to get one yeah exactly oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. awesome now now when you're in your day off your one day off what do you do ah uh, you know dudes he does dudes no not at all Besides drilling, besides drilling for oil, what are you doing? Yeah, oh, fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I do. You know, I'm an outdoors guy, so I'll either be fishing or hunting. Um, that or just sitting around doing nothing. To be honest, I'll be playing video games, sitting on my ass and just resting. But mostly, I'm, I'm an outdoors guy, so I like to fish and hunt as much as possible. All right, so you're blasting Bambi and, and uh, exactly. Snag and Nemo out of the pond. Exactly, uh, yep. Oh, well, I'm sure you got plenty of uh, excellent fishing and hunting up up north in Wisconsin. Uh, oh, yeah. Beautiful I state mean, in the summer. Yep, yep, it's great here. I love it. Awesome, awesome. Now, do you have, like, uh, I'm curious. I always ask fighters this, like, do their diet. Are you a vegan, like one of those guys, or you just eat clean? <laughs> Or you, or you just fucking eat anything. I am not. I am far from a vegan. Um, obviously, you know, I, I hunt and fish. You can't be a vegan if you're, if you're shooting animals. Um, or you could be like Dexter and just kill shit for fun, so. No, yeah, not like that. I, it, no. Uh, I definitely am not a vegan or vegetarian or any of that bullshit. Um, usually, I just eat clean, lean meat, you know, spinach, stuff like that. Uh, I... I'm pretty good with my diet leading up to the fight. It's always chicken, salmon, tuna, stuff like that. You know, maybe a little rice, oatmeal in the morning. Eggs, you know, the usual lean protein, not a lot of fats, low carbs. And that's basically it. You know, I, I slowly cut things out as the fight gets closer just to shed some pounds. But, no, I'm far from a vegan or a vegetarian or any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like if you were a vegan, you would have told me within the first five minutes. Oh, no, definitely, man. They can't those guys wrong. Mike, um, I know you guys have a lot of kids that come in that wrestle in the area and whatnot, that train and wrestle with you guys at Unified uh, Martial Arts. Do you have any guys that go to state or anything that do well in leagues and uh, sectionals? Uh, We didn't – I don't think we had anybody this year for high school. We have one kid – 
um, in the youth wrestling, uh, Jaden. I think he's, what's youth sectionals or regionals coming up for youth or something pretty soon here. Okay. So we're, you know, he comes in and he actually does the, he does the kids' jiu-jitsu class and then he comes back at 7 o'clock for wrestling on Mondays and Wednesdays. And uh, it's actually the only, he's not on a team. He actually only wrestles with us and then his mom takes him to the meets on the weekend. Oh, that's, that's so, pretty cool. So we got him and then, yeah, um, we don't really, I mean, not that I know, we used to have a lot more uh, high school guys, but right now we don't. Um, you know, it's sometimes I'll have a, a gym full and sometimes, you know, like right now, just really don't have that many. So the gym is packed. I don't know. We just don't really have the, we just don't have uh Teenage wrestlers mostly because wrestling season just ended. So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the states just ended. Um, I know there was a lot of, uh, I guess, history happening. Um, I know in Division Three there was a female wrestler that went to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only the second one to ever do that. And then in the mm-hmm. semifinals, she wrestled um, a, um, a quad amputee. Uh, well, I don't think he was born with his full arms or legs. So I don't think he was amputee. Uh, like had um, removed or anything. But um, crazy history. It was awesome. I know I was watching a lot of it on the computer. Uh, now, do you guys ever go to, like, events like that or other fights and, I guess, recruit for people for your gym that are in the area? Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, I thought about it, but a lot of times the meets, you know, it's like it's every weekend or whatever. If I, you know, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to, I want to commit myself to it. And it's just, that's a time consuming, you know, I'd have to do more traveling than I already do. Um, yeah, no, I get you. And then that's infecting, uh, family time, which that's never fun. No, it's, and, and my kid, you know, my kid plays basketball on the weekends. My kid has softball on the weekends. So it's, uh, how, how old is your son? My daughter is actually 10. Oh, daughter, I'm sorry. 10. We just signed her up for Brewers camp this again this year, three, third year in a row. So, all right, are you getting her into uh, the cage? Is she a future fighter? She does jiu-jitsu. Um, she knows how to kickbox. She has done, like, kickboxing class in the past, but I don't know. I really don't know that's going to be up to her. Awesome. And, uh, Mike, I'm curious. Uh, like, I met you uh, years ago at uh, Fruit Paul, uh, flat in, um with the U.S. Combat Sports when I was with them. Um, how how did you get into mixed martial arts? You've been around I, for a long time in the game. Yep. Um, I actually was working with a guy from Poland who did jiu-jitsu, and he he was like, you know, he's like, hey, uh, I do jiu-jitsu. I didn't know anything about it. I had watched Ultimate Fighting in, like, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that was about all that I knew about it. And... Um, so I think this was about 2004, maybe. And he's like, do you want to try jujitsu?" And I'm like, sure, whatever, I'll try it, you know. And uh, so I go, I literally, like, just start gr- grappling this dude in his living room for months, <laughs> for months. And um, so then I, he was leaving to go back to Poland, and I started calling around, and I got introduced to the club uh, in Fond du Lac, they actually had a real small club, 
and that's where I met my uh, future business partner, Jason Burroughs. Uh, and that was like 2005. And then we started Unified Martial Arts in 2007. Oh, awesome. All right. Yeah, I know. I started writing for U.S. Combat Sports in 2011. I got to Wisconsin in 2007. So, all right, cool. That's awesome. Oh, so so 2011. So I was still, like, pretty nuts then, so... Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, you definitely stand that, <laughs> stood out. That's for sure. I know. First, first time before I even met you, I'm pretty sure Paul was like, "Watch out for this guy; he's a character." <laughs> it's pretty toned down now. My my getting older, pretty toned it down quite a bit. But older and wiser, right? I don't know about that. Just older, and <laughs> and uh, nothing surprises me anymore. Uh, yeah, no, I always remember going to the fights. I attended a ton of fights in Wisconsin. You guys always had um, tough fighters, always fun fighters to watch. I know I traveled up a few times all the way up north to uh, the Indian Reservation where uh, Heather fought, uh, I believe it was Ariel. Mm. Oh, Moriel, yeah. Yeah, Moriel, yeah. It was like fight of the night. That was a brutal fight. They just beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was Moriel was actually undefeated at the time, 4-0. And uh, they asked me, and I said, sure, you know. And they, they fully expected Morel to come out and kick Heather's ass. And I was like, you guys don't even know what's about to happen here. And that's, you know, Heather won. She fought a great fight, her first fight against a girl who was 4-0, you know. Yeah, no, that, was, that was a great fight. That was They went at it, and they beat the hell out of you. Know, they were blood all over, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, um... Um, future fights. How many guys you got in the gym right now? Like training partners. Like, do you have a lot of people to train with, or do you guys go to other gyms to work with people? Uh, uh, we haven't had to. Um, I know Brockway and I have talked about him maybe going other places just to get other looks, or having we have we have like a like I don't know what do you say, Brockway? Like a rotating. Yep. We have, like, a rotating number of guys that, you know, come in from other places where they, we don't really have to go anywhere anymore. Um, you know, because, like, like, last Friday night we had uh, uh, Eli uh, Phillips from Third Heaven show up. He's the XFO Amateur 145 champion. He comes. We got mm-hmm. uh, Geo from over by, uh, like, by Milwaukee, who shows up. He's a 145-pounder. Not, He's not too shabby, you know. Just always maybe not necessarily have the same guys in the gym all the time that show up for Friday night to spar. Okay. So, so like, we've had, we've had nights where there's, like, 20 dudes show up from, every, from, from six different cities. Oh, awesome. So, but right now, I mean, like, our... Our regular classes, like tonight, uh, I think there was like 16, 16 guys. Oh, all right. Uh, in our jiu-jitsu class, all the way from white belt, brand new, all the way up to black belt. So. Now, how many different classes do you offer? Is it just martial arts, or do you offer kickboxing, cardio kickboxing? A uh, we, do, we do, we do a, a car, women's cardio kickboxing that Heather teaches, but it's not, it's not like a set thing we do it on Heather's schedule 
Okay. So, like, I think March 21st, we're starting another one. Um, but it's, you know, Brockway said it before, it's kickboxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, and then sparring is our normal week. But we also have in there, you can lift weights one night with our strength coach on Tuesday nights, and then Thursday nights also we have a combat conditioning class that's part lifting weights and then part cardio. It's pretty, I mean, we offer a lot of stuff, um, and we have great coaches. You know, our our wrestling coach, Kurt Messer, is, is great. Um, he's been in the game for a long time. Um, our jiu-jitsu coaches, Pitt, Ben Pitchford and Ben Schaefer, are both awesome. Um, I mean, Todd Duran, our strength coach, has been a huge, just a huge um, addition to our coaching staff. So I got, you know, I mean, you know who Lenny Nelson is, right? Yeah, yep. So I got him and Lucas Staler teaching, helping me with kickboxing. I mean, our, you know, our coaching staff is stacked. So I can't complain there. Um, it's great. So right now, we're, I mean, our gym is just killing it. So. Now, well, you're talking about weightlifting. Uh, um, how important is weightlifting? Like, I feel like MMA is one of those sports where, unlike football and many other sports, you're not, like, lifting to get, like, real big or anything. I know this has a lot to do with the weight, um, cutting weight and whatnot, but is it incorporated into training often? We do. I mean, I don't know. Brockway, what do you think? I mean, think about his strength and his speed compared to when he came to our gym is completely no, it, different. It, yeah, no, it's helped completely. It's changed me completely as a fighter, if you ask me. Um, and Todd does a real great job of mixing it up or not, you know, just banging heavy weights the whole time when we got fights coming up. You know, he mix in, mixes in body weight stuff too. Um, he doesn't keep it to be the same thing every week. He mixes it up a lot um, to be based on, you know, our fights and everything, a lot of explosive movements and stuff like that too. So it's not like we're just going in there and throwing power, you know, throwing head yeah. and steel around every, every single time we go in there. We mix it up a lot. Awesome. Cool beans, cool beans. Um, now, fight's coming up this weekend. Um, like, I know you're fighting, but uh, are you guys going to be able to get a chance to watch uh, the UFC fight at all? Is that something in the back of your mind you want to watch? Like, how much of a fan of MMA are you outside of the cage? Huh. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it if I can. Hopefully I can find somewhere uh, that's showing it. Um after my fight, I'm a huge fan, but I have more recently just been focusing on like local, local people. Uh, I still watch UFC and everything like that. It's just uh, I like to watch up and comers and stuff like that. All right, so you focus so, on the local scene. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the local scene. I like to watch all the up and coming guys, local Midwest guys that are gonna make it. That I think will make it big someday too. Um, don't get me wrong, I love watching UFC as much as Yeah, definitely. Else. No, I got, no, I get what you're saying because now you're you're pretty much not only are you watching the local guys, seeing who's rising stars, but you're in a sense kind of scouting in the same way, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, I could end up fighting these guys or fighting on the same card as these guys in the near future. So I like to watch, you know, mostly rising stars, you know, stuff like that. Um just as much as I like to watch the UFC. Awesome. 
Now, inside the cage, when you're beating the shit out of someone, if you can finish someone any way you can, any, any way you want, t- striking, choking, throwing them out of the cage, what would it be? It's got to be the head kick knockout, man. Head kick knockout? <laughs> it's got to be, yeah. I mean, everyone loves head kick knockout. <laughs> that, that is true. Everyone does. Awesome. So I'm going to take you a fan of McGregor, Nate Diaz. Who, who are you strong with this weekend? Uh, I'm just hoping it's a good fight. Uh, I Like I said, I'm a fan of watching Rising Stars. I started watching McGregor before, you know, when he fought for, I think it was Cage Warrior or whatever show he was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I started watching him before he got in the UFC, and once he got in there, I was like, this guy could be something, you know, watch him. I'm just not a huge fan of, you know, I'm a quiet guy. I'm not a huge fan of all the talking and stuff like that. So <laughs> I know you guys are both looking... king of trash talking. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, part of me wants to see him win just because I started watching him since, you know, before the UFC. And part of me wants him to get his mouth, you know, shut up, get his jaw broken. <laughs> so, I, I just kind of, I'm kind of hoping it's a good fight, to be honest with you. I don't care who wins. I hope they both punch each other in the fucking throat and they both die. That, that <laughs> That's what I hope. Yeah, I don't like either awesome. one of them. I don't like either one of them. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way Nate Diaz fights. I don't. I like the way Conor McGregor fights, but I hate listening to him talk. That same with me. I love the way he fights, but he. Uh, Biddle, you, uh, Biddle, you want the uh, we are Marshall effect to happen? Both in the plane and it just crashes. Yeah, but yeah, I. I just, I cannot figure out, I can't decide who I want to lose more. That's, like, I don't like either one of them. And I'm just, like, going, man, I just hope they, it's a double knockout. I hope it's just, you know. Connect at the same time, drop to the floor. I guess I would like to see, I like the way that Nate Diaz fought Michael Johnson, I guess, a little bit. I thought that was a good fight for him, so I guess I'm probably going for Diaz. But I know um, that if he beats Conor McGregor, now I gotta listen to Nate Diaz talk more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just—I'm to be honest—I'm really curious to see how like, like I'm assuming they're both gonna stand up and bang, but I'm really waiting to see someone actually test Conor McGregor on the ground. I know Mendez did a little bit, was successful, but with two weeks' notice, he gassed pretty quick, trying to warm himself out. Um, so I'm really, I'm really curious to see someone actually test them. I feel like they're kind of letting them uh, tightrope around people and whatnot, which I'd say throw them against the best and get it, let them get in there. I want to see him fight Pettis or Cerrone instead of uh, move up to 170. Uh, how about the women? How Do you guys care about the women fighting at all, like uh, Holly Holm? I do. State? I always oh, care yeah, about the women really. fighting. Yeah. I watch women <laughs> fighting more than I watch men fighting. And to be honest, it's, like some of those fights be a little bit more exciting, I think, because the girls just get at it. Like I feel mm-hmm. like if they they could use their nails, they would. <laughs> what 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 I what I've known what I've known from women's fighting from the get go. I mean, I've obviously trained women fighters since way before women's fighting was cool. Women improve faster. And their attention to detail is way better. That's interesting. If, if you watch, if you watch like any woman fighter that takes it seriously, you watch her from the beginning 
middle and the end of her career or close to the or at the top of her career, they improve way faster. Way faster. They're not always easier to teach. They don't always want to listen. <laughs> but they improve faster. Yeah, like, yeah, we that's, have, that's interesting. We have, I mean, you, you, you can watch, if I could show you Heather Bassett when she started and show you Heather Bassett now, you would be amazed. If you watch a girl that we have in our gym right now, Tiffany, from when she started to where she is now, that girl is insane how good she's gotten in six months. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so you, I mean... So you're saying, like, they pick up the footwork, the uh, the uh, hand movement with their, like, striking. You're just saying they, like, they flow into that a lot quicker well, than the guys? Brockway, what do you what do you think about Tiffany? It, it's incredible how fast she's picked it up. I mean, it's not just... I don't know if it's because it's just anybody. Like, she's picked it up faster than anybody in the gym, not just you know, out of the girls. I, I can't believe it. Uh, her hands have gotten, you know, she came from a wrestling background, so she she was kind of naturally a good grappler. But the way she picked up striking and how she just doesn't give a shit if she gets hit, she just comes at you. You know, it, I've never seen anything or anyone progress like that before. It's incredible. Um, same with Heather, too. I mean, even looking at her from when I first started training at Unified um, to now, she she was the same way. She is so much better now than when I first got there. And, and I've trained at gyms before Unified Martial Arts, and people didn't progress like that. Um, and these girls have just gotten so much better in such a short amount of time. But yeah, no, I completely agree with everything you're saying. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure that's a testament to the uh, the coaches and the like uh, quality of staff that you guys have there. Um, it's mostly because I mean, I mean, I'm meaner to the girls than I am to the guys. Yeah. <laughs> you mean to the girls? Are you really middle? Yeah, yes. Uh, well, what, what do you do to the poor girls? Do you just yell at them more often, or? Um, it's not that I yell at them. I do yell at them. That's for sure. I yell at everybody. <laughs> he, yells at, he yells at everybody. I yell at everybody. But from when when you walk in and you're a girl that wants to fight. I expect 110% out of you. I, I mean, I will not take anything less. Because if you're a woman in MMA, in a man's sport, you got to be tough as shit, you got to be willing to take shit, and you got to be able to just keep coming and just keep putting up with the shit. So, like, I am tough. I'm very tough on women uh, in the gym. Uh, I just am because I feel like, you know, they're, they're going to have to prove themselves not to me, but to so many other people along, you know, their journey of fighting. So if I'm tough on them up front, you know, when they have to deal with other people, it, that doesn't phase them. Does that make sense? No, it makes a ton of sense. There's a lot of truth to that. Um, I feel like that, that kind of in a sense, like uh, you, like when you see a lot of potential in a person, like when you're a coach, uh, one of your athletes still have potential, a little bit harder on them than you would be someone that you don't think there is as much potential. Like, mm, as, as no, I'm, I'm hard. I'm hard on everybody. 
Okay. I'm, I mean, I am not. I'm I'm not a. I'm not like a nice. Co- I'm not going to tell you you're doing a good job if you're not. And that's not always the best for business. You know, I'm sure I've probably turned people away because of my coaching style. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that that you can ask all the guys at my gym, I'm hard on you. I'm hard on you all the time. But then I tell you that one time that you were doing good. And that time that I told you that you did a good job means more than anything. You know, I want you to want to prove to me that you're not bad at this. I want you to prove to me that you're not a pussy. I want you to want to prove that to me. You know? Yeah, definitely. You can ask Brockway. I was mean to him. You know, he would come in and he would be like, oh, my leg hurts. And I'm like, I don't give a shit if your leg hurts. Shut (laughs) up and get over there. Yeah. You know, and now... Especially when I first started coming. And now when Brockway's there and somebody says something, he looks at him and he goes, shut the fuck up, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's the that's the transition that even Brockway has gone through since from the time that he showed up at my gym. You know, he's Definitely. legitimately gotten tougher, but Brockway shows up every day. He works really hard every day. So I, I don't have to really, I don't have to really fuck with him anymore, you know? <laughs> I don't no, have I, to be an asshole to him anymore. Now, being that you're like, Running a business, I know as, like, a wrestling coach, um, like, you tell, like, your athletes, uh, I'd be like, well, there's a difference between an injury and uh, and being hurt. I mean, just, yeah, being hurt. There's an injury, different. When you say that to, like, someone who's coming in to train at a gym who might want to, uh, I guess, pay some money because the high school kids aren't paying money. They could either stay there or quit, and it doesn't matter. But when you're running a business, does that affect you really – do you ever have problems with like clashing? Um, it I would say it used to. Um, but I've I've changed a lot of the the way that I coach. Um, you know, regular people versus fighters. Okay. I used to not. I used to pretty much only train fighters. Um, and I've gotten. Even my like my coaches, like Lucas and Lenny, they're like, dude, you are so soft now. You are such a sissy. <laughs> you know, they'll tell me they tell me that all the time. They're like, I'm like, you know what would have happened if I would have told you that my foot hurt? <laughs> you know, I get that a lot. So I've changed it, and I've become more. That's all you know, part a lot. of the process, right? Of growing and learning. Right, yeah. I mean, I've changed the way that I teach people that want to come in and learn martial arts. I've totally changed that. You know, I'm still not the nicest guy, but, I mean, I will, you know, okay, you're, you know, yeah, your foot hurts, all right, take a seat. You know what I mean? That's, That's fine. You know, I'm not going to push somebody to do something they don't want to do anymore. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's a le- it's been a learning process for me. I used to get on the phone and be screaming at people, you know, like if they didn't show up for practice. Like I've showed up at people's houses and woke them up and got dragged them out of bed. And, and I mean, I'd done it all. And I just, 
I'm sure they were not happy to see you. Oh, hell no. Hell no. (laughs) Especially because I usually was wearing boxing gloves and punching them. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now for someone who would want to, like, in the area, um, come to your gym. How can they find you on social media? How can they find you, uh, sign up for class on your website? How can they find you? Uh, Unified Martial Arts slash Facebook. Uh, My Twitter handle is at Biddle80. Instagram is CoachBiddle6. I think that's pretty much it, right? Is there any more more social medias than that? (laughs) There is. I I don't have them. I use the three basic ones, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. Do that a lot to handle. Yeah, right. And we, you know, I make fun of myself and I yell at people and stuff like that, but, you know, most of the people that come to my gym, I mean, we're, it's pretty fun, you know, it's a lot of laughs. I feel like you're, uh, I feel like there's a lot of laughs and your bark's a lot worse than your bite. Yeah, or unless unless you unless you piss me off and I kick you, then. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, you don't but, have to be pissed um, to kick you. <laughs> that's true. Man, <laughs> you might just catch a leg kick every once in a while just for fun. But Alex, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not a serious, real serious like coach. You know, I'll you know I like to laugh and I like to say stupid things. Obviously, I've been saying stupid things this whole time. So, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty fun. I think people come in and they're, at first, I think they're, like, real, like, not sure, like, oh, it's a martial arts place. I'm um, like, just come in and start kicking things. Don't worry about it. It's fine. You know? <laughs> so it's it's fun. It's about as laid back, I guess, as you can get it. Unless, unless people aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, then I'd probably yell at some people. But it's pretty... It's pretty laid back, otherwise. I I think I don't know, Brockway. What do you think? I know you think it's tough. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, we bullshit for like the first ten, fifteen minutes of practice usually every day. So there's a lot of laughs. And I mean, but when it's time to get serious, we get serious. And, you know, there's a good mix, good mix of everything. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Alex, prediction for this weekend? It's gonna be a finish. I guarantee that. Wait a minute, for the UFC or for his fight? What, which fight are we talking about? His, his fight. I, I, to be honest, I could care less about the UFC ones right now. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit about the UFC. No, I, it's <laughs> going to be it's going to be a one-sided victory, I will say that right now. I mean, whether it be knockout or submission, I plan on getting the finish to this weekend. Um, like I said, normally I don't give a shit how I win, but I predict a knockout or submission. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Um, how can someone find you on social media? Do you have the three, the uh, the big three? Ah, see, you guys are actually even better. I mean, I don't even do Twitter yet. So, I mean, I have a Twitter. <laughs> I don't even fucking go on it. So, if you check um, out Brockway at Grinder dot com, I heard there's some. You can find yeah, him on no. there. Yeah, you can just, for a while. No, usually uh, in the bathroom. No, I do. <laughs> Www dot roll me up in a little ball and spank me brockway dot com. Is that a real thing? Do you know? Do you know this? I I'm oh. just I, that's just what I heard about you. I don't know. That's just what I heard. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brockway. I still like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Uh, Facebook. <laughs> 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 
Instagram is broccoli underscore MMA. Um, yeah, I don't do Twitter, so. Oh, what was it again? It was broccoli underscore what? MMA, broccoli underscore MMA for Instagram oh, and easy, Facebook. Easy enough. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Um, one last Alex question. Alex Broccoli's new vlog will be coming out tomorrow, tonight, or tomorrow. So. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that real quick. I, I actually saw that briefly today. I was scrolling through some things. Vila, you guys do like a, like a mini Dana White type thing? Uh, we just do like videos. We've been doing them for a long time. Um, I just recently figured out how to use my video editor thing on my computer. So <laughs> I was like, oh, sweet, look at this. I can make videos. So then I I had some time off of work with a blown ACL. So then I got uh, probably a little bit too into the video thing. <laughs> And uh, it's never fun. I've been there before. I'm doing videos of my stupid dog and all kinds of other shit. So, (laughs) but Um, yeah, we, I mean, you know, we just something that we do to get it out there to get, you know, get people's attention. Now, um, speaking of the videos, you're putting it out there. I've seen a few. Now I try to share a lot of your stuff. I I actually wrote this down because I wanted to tell you guys. Every time I try to share something on my MMA news or Carol's Corner, um, your your web your Facebook pages don't allow me to share anything. So you guys gotta fix your privacy so I can share some. Bring I gotta fix that. What the hell? I'll have to look at that. I don't know what's I don't know what's wrong with that, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah, def- definitely. I know I'm I'm always sharing uh, videos and um, articles, photos, stuff like that. And I see a lot of your stuff that pops up, but um, you guys don't want anyone to know who you are. Yeah, well, apparently that's <laughs> story story of my life. Like, hiding your hiding with Bigfoot, and fucking with. Balance. I like put it out there. I put it out there, and then like all of a sudden, like that, it's like, oh, by the way, YouTube is closed today. Oh, thank you. I don't know. Awesome. Nice. Um, now, one last question. I always ask everyone before um, I wrap things up. Uh, what should fans know about you that they don't know already? Um, you know you want to shoot Bambi and kill Nemo. What what else should fans know about you that they don't know that no one knows? That no one that knows? no one knows. Yes, please, Broccoli, tell us something that no one knows about you. Fuck, I don't know. And it can't be Grinder because we've already heard of that about eight times. <laughs> you, know, you, you guys want the, the actual truth? I don't know. Um, fuck. Uh, I, I I don't know. I sleep with one sock on only. That's kind of weird. No one knows that. <laughs> that's, the only that thing I can, that's all I can think of. I sleep with my right sock on only. That's it. <laughs> do you shower with it too? No, I don't fuck. No. Yeah, that'd be weird. I don't do that. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's the right sock though. Right I think my boxers, and that's what I sleep. You know, all that all that nice shit I said about you, Brockway, just erase all that now. That's <laughs> that's that's done. <laughs> That is the funniest thing I've heard in a while. I mean, excellent. That that's going to be a headline tomorrow. You know that, right? Please. Yeah, well, that's fine with me. <laughs> Beware of the one sock bandit. Um, yep. Excellent. Well, hey guys, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, I will definitely have to have you guys on again. As always, Biddle, I was a pleasure talking to you. Um, yeah. Okay. Was, I'm sure it was a pleasure, right? <laughs> Alex, it was uh, nice talking to you for the first time, getting you on the show, and uh, good luck this weekend. Hoping for big things, and uh, we'll be watching. Thank you very much. Shout out.
Shout out. Hey, shout out. So you got sponsors? Uh, let us hear them. Oh, yeah. Oh, th- oh yeah. Thanks. Uh, I got a new sponsor. Thanks to um, Lenny Smash and Elson Construction, actually. Uh, he decided to sponsor me for this camp. Um, so huge thanks to him. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, any other sponsors that you have? Or? No, he's my only one. I'm... <laughs> Hell, yeah. I... I'm looking for sponsors, by the way. So anyone listening, <laughs> give me a two-minute message. All right, yeah. Anyone who wants to, if you're listening, um, <laughs> if anyone wants to listen uh, later on when I put it up on the internet, um, contact Alex if you want to sponsor him. Two and one fighter out of Unified uh, Martial Arts, fighting on King of the Cage, which is will be aired on UFC Fight Pass. So um, that's, that's be a on, lot of viewers. It'll be on Mav TV like six weeks from Saturday, or like that uh, Tuesday or something like, like that. Six, Six months Saturday. It'll be six. It's usually like six weeks. Uh, I don't know. That's a long time. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's usually it'll be on Mav TV before it hits Fight Pass. I think. But whatever. Alex awesome. is one of the most exciting fighters, far none. I mean, the kid's an awesome striker. Uh, you know, he's awesome on the ground. It doesn't matter where the fight goes. He's always trying to finish the fight. So. I mean, anybody should definitely either come watch him live or, you know, come, you know, check him out on Mav TV or on Fight Pass for sure. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I know in the videos he's just a pit bull coming forward. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Alex, good luck this weekend. Uh, Biddle, good luck with uh, Grinder and uh, all the the, uh, the losses in the bedroom. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> John, I, don't, I don't need Ed, luck there. I don't need luck there. <laughs> um, well, gentlemen, have a good evening. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, buddy. And gentlemen, if, uh, go on to my MMA news. Um, you'll get the results on there after this weekend. We'll, I'll post up an article. Uh, go on the social media, my MMA news, as well as Carol's Corner MMA on Facebook and Twitter. Um, find me personally on Twitter at giblets77, J-I-B-L-I-T-Z 77. Um, anything else, uh, hit us up and uh, we'll have a show about it. Tomorrow night we're going to be on with uh, Brianne Rosillo. Uh, she's the Long Island fighter who had 12-pound breasts. She's all over the Internet. Um, I'm sure everyone saw it in the Daily News, Newsday, New York Post. Um, you didn't have us on with the girl with fake boobs? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> they're, not fake. they're not fake, they're real. I wrote well, either way, before. whatever. You didn't have a sign with the girl with big boobs. I'm <laughs> hanging up now. Have a nice day. <laughs> have a good night. Uh, join us tomorrow night from Headliners Bar in Hicksville, Wisconsin. Uh, Hicksville, Wisconsin. Hicksville, New York, on Long Island at the Headliners Bar. Uh, we'll be there starting at 8 p.m. Join us then, and we will see you then. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. Dun dun dun, there's no fucking music.
Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Tried to turn it off. Um, the sock was quite a twist. We're going to have to get more into that another time. Um, but thank you for listening. And remember, my MMA news, um, at my MMA news, mymmanews.com. Find us there. Uh, 50,000 strong on Facebook. Remember to find us and have a wonderful day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.